Ladies and gentlemen, joining me right now are the two men that will be competing for the Hex Walterweight Championship, the current vacant title, Joseph Luciano and Jono Mikalev. Boys, welcome. Mitchell, thank you for having us today. Appreciate it. Hey, boys. Hey, Richie. Thank you for having me. Great. Now, Great to be on. November 18th, Festival Hall, uh, out of the Melbourne Pavilion. Uh, you boys are both uh, local boys. I'll start with you, uh, Joseph. Do you know much about Festival Hall? Like, does it mean anything to to compete there? Yeah, Festival Hall's massive, man. Um, post, post-war, post it was like a bit of a meeting place for, uh, you know, guys trying to get work with the painters and dockers and then, you know, fight history-wise, um, you know, Lester Ellis and Barry Michaels had that bloodbath there. So, yeah, it's got a bit of history, and I don't think there's been fights there for quite a number of years, maybe some kickboxing in the early 2000s or something, but yeah, it's pretty sick, big venue, and fucking lucky to headline it. It's pretty cool. And Jono? Yeah, well, um, I actually didn't know much until... I found out that I was going to be the main event there, but um, I've heard about the the wrestling being being shown there in the past. But um, Joey's just taught me a thing or two about the the old festival hall. Now, uh, we'll start with the actual uh, fight itself. Now, the 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 main narrative going in, of course, and before you answer, Joey, is uh, Joey Luciano ducking Matt Vale and Jono Mikalev getting thrown in there. Now. I want to start with Jono to answer this one. Do you feel disrespected that uh, just by like the public perception of, of you getting this fight and everyone was talking about Joey ducking Vale, essentially uh, uh, sort of assuming that you are an easier fight? Nah, not at all, to be honest, man. The thing is here, you're going to have Matt. What I'm seeing a lot of is Matt Vale's guys who are all going, you know, Matt Vale deserves a shot and they're all pissed off. And look, I'm sure Joey has the same sort of people behind him that are saying, hey, like, and I do too, where my teammates and the people that I train with say, hey, you know, John, if I can deserve this. And it, if it was to happen to me, it'd be the exact same thing, you know? So, and the other thing is to look, I've fought twice this year. Before the start of this year, I was only uh, two and oh, you know? So, in, in, the, in the frame of a year, I've gone to four and I only had four fights against dudes in Joey, fought nine nine times, which is obviously more than double. And um, you got Matt Bale, a lot more fights than that again. So do I feel disrespected? No. It's sort of just the comes with the territory, yeah? And I'm sort of climbing my way up to, to get the respect, you know, one fight at a time. And Joey? I think it's pretty disingenuous to uh, Jono, actually. The dude's got big raps on him on the local scene and his performance have proved that. And his last fight was excellent with uh, Jack James, who everyone thought was the man uh, coming up. And um, yeah, I, I think anyone that is disrespecting him or discounting him is not a real fan of the sport and not aware of what's going on down here. So, um, you know, the irrational Kiwi supporters, you know, of course they're, they're Matt's boys and you wouldn't expect anything less of your mates and your fans to go after uh, some people for sure. And Joey, did you know Jono was even, because you you're in that uh, special place of kind of maybe only being a couple away from the UFC. It was like maybe Vale, maybe the jump, maybe Vale, maybe another guy, then the jump. Did you think you and Jono Mikalev would ever cross paths? Um, 
it's funny. Obviously, I'm so involved with the coaching with the lower level guys and the guys coming up. And because I'm so involved, I know pretty much all the amateurs in uh, definitely in Victoria. And, you know, I've seen Jono come up for a couple of years and he's fought a couple of the boys that I coach. And so it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, he's uh, making waves and do, doing good things. So, yeah, it's funny how, how it all works out. And Jono, uh, same with you. I mean, can you talk us through, there's word that you were almost promised if you beat Jack James, you'd be in the title picture. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say as, as much as promised, but I was told if you get a nice finish, you know, something nice for the camera, um, then, you know, <laughs> then then you're our guy you know you've fought in hex three times three wins um that would have been the third um so i wasn't i if i hadn't been offered the title i wouldn't have been up in the you know pissing and sucking but i do think that i was very i was right right about there um you know now, Joey was sort of locked up at the time in, in another bout uh, in a land far, far away. Uh, but when it came to you heading into the title picture, uh, who did you think they might have thrown up there with you? Well, I think it was the day after the I had fought in Hex um, and I was just told, um, the guy is here and you're, you're going to be fighting for the title. And then... Um, <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is he? I was out, out scouting to see, and I think I saw JJ Ambrose there. And I, like, and I saw a lot of other dudes Bump there. that guy. <laughs> He's number one. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, yeah, but no, Joey didn't actually come across my mind because obviously I knew that that fight was still to happen between him and um, Vale, and I thought that the winner of that fight would definitely get the, get the jump, get the contract, and move on to the international scene. And uh, Joey, in terms of knowing all these fighters and whatnot, now that John O'Mickleff is in front of you, is there anything that you think John does particularly well, or anything that you you're looking to sort of exploit? Um, look, he's a tall, dark, handsome, very gifted athlete. Um, obviously, with with southpaws, they've got this eye, and they'll work angles very well. That you know, most orthodox fighters won't. So, you know, I've got full respect for his abilities and yeah, he's a long rangey southpaw. What's more difficult than that to deal with? And what do you think that you can exploit? I reckon his left big toe looks a bit out of place. So we'll try and pounce on that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Jono, uh, same question to you. Um, well, if you look, if you've watched Joey's fights in the past, he he shows to uh, try and wrestle. Um, so, but I've also seen him in his wrestling to try. He sort of over overexerts himself at times, and um, his gas tank doesn't seem to be the deepest. But I'll be sure to test that, and we'll find out. Joey, I'm all power, and yeah, I've got thirty seconds of power in me, so you know. Just an explosive athlete. This Australia comes at Chimaev. <laughs> <laughs> Better looking though, mate. Better looking. Yes, sir. There's got to be a bit of like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Joey, and I know that you'll you'll make a joke out of this, but you are at the top and Jono is the one 
coming up. Do you feel like there is pressure to to take care of of Jono quite convincingly? Um, people talk shit no matter what happens. Um, I think for me, the important thing is always the win, and you can't focus on what other people think or say. Or this is such a long and in depth process. You know, I've been through competing for so long and fighting all the time, and you know, you can only do what you can do, if that makes sense. Like, oh, if I worry about a million possibilities, you just end up doing your own head in. So I think it's just important to focus on you and um, do your own thing and, yeah, get impressive. What's more impressive than a W? Oh, cool, yeah, I go for a highlight real KO or I go for a mad sub or, you know, at this point, uh, it's, it's, it's professional sport, right? And it, there is the entertainment aspect of it and, but winning is everything. So, you know, a win means it all. And I'm I'm not too concerned about what anyone else thinks. And I never have. And I probably never will really give a toss. So, yeah. And, Jono, when you're coming up against a guy, now, absolute MMA is known around the country, but especially in, 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 in Melbourne, when you come up against a gym with with a really high pedigree, with great fighters, is there any sort of, not pressure, but is it more sort of intimidating? Um, I wouldn't say it's more intimidating. At the end of the day, how much more intimidating can a fight get? You know, you got two guys when there's a big crowd around you and, and you're going to go punch each other in the head and do whatever you can to break each other's will or, you know, to obviously... Um, or knock each other out. So there's not it's it's not like there's any more pressure or anything along the lines of that. It's just um everything outside of that's fluff and you know, it's, it's always about the, the two in the cage, you know, the two fighters. For sure. And this question is is for both you and, and you both have different perspectives coming in. Uh Joey, you've got almost uh, like a, a stable full of high-level professional Australian fighters and, and international fighters. I mean, it's some of your teammates from the UFC fighting internationally. Jono, you're basically the first sort of title shot from the ground up. Uh, where do you sort of – what type of pressure is that like? I'll start with you, Jono, of, of being sort of built from the ground up to sort of uh, spearhead your gym. And then, Joey, I'll give you some time to think about it. But that that pressure of, of, of having such absolute MMA-level fighters to sort of carry that on. Right. <clears throat> um, I wouldn't say there's, there's pressure being the, the first guy from the ground up from Sammy. I think I'm the first of me to come. Um, I think that the, what, what we've got going on in the gym is there's, there's something really special brewing, you know, and obviously absolutely have done really great stuff across the world. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like, I really believe in myself and I believe in what, what, what we're doing at the moment. And um, it's, I, I really do believe it's going to show um, come November 18th, but at the same time, I think it's so cool. How good is it that the uh, first time in history that there's been two guys out of Melbourne um, born and bred and raised in Melbourne to fight for a title, you know. There's no fly-ins, there's no one interstate, it's like two Melbourne guys. And I think that just goes to show that there's there's some real special stuff happening in Melbourne at the moment, you know. And absolutely it's been doing it for a while, but there's uh there's other teams and guys coming up that are that are that are about to make that jump. And Joe? 
it's funny, Mitch, when you talk about pressure and all of that thing, I've said this before in interviews with yourself and some better podcast uh, uh, people as well, but um, the pressure that we as fighters put on ourselves is so immense that anyone that adds some pressure onto that, it's like a, a feather on top of a brick. It's it's no weight at all. So, you know, the 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 pressure I deal with daily and, and enjoy and thrive off is, is just consistent. And, you know, oh, we've got guys in the UFC or got guys fighting in one or stuff like that. That That's irrelevant because every day I look to succeed and have that burden on my shoulders. And it's a, it's a beautiful burden to carry. And um, it's something that has defined me as a person and as a man. And I, I like that pressure and, I don't feel like me without it. So having external pressure is nothing compared to the internal pressure that I have and enjoy and I'm lucky enough to have. You know, I'm not I'm not a plumber anymore and I'm not a sparky anymore and I get to do this and it's a choice. And, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. We talk about day jobs as a perfect segue, Mr. Luciano. Uh, Mr. Mikulev, uh, when it comes to working and managing your dream, how how's that all working out for you? Um, just like fighting in general, it's tough. You know, you have your days where you, you're beat training and you've uh, um, got to go to work and beat the body up a little bit more and lift shit and move stuff and fucking be a tradie. And, but at the end of the day, um, I think it just comes down to um, being able to do it both and do them both well for now and then until you can just do one and completely focus your time on that. But um, I still think that um, working with my dad, he's a little bit flexible and allows me to, in times like this where I'm in such a big fight and, you know, there's, there's all the pressure and stuff, as Joey was saying, I can... Um, alleviate that a little bit and um you know i'm not spread too thin do you think it gives joey the upper hand though that he gets to train full time 100 whoa, whoa, whoa. how do you know i'm not out on the tools still you motherfucker <laughs> fuck you mitch <laughs> yeah okay 100 is um and i look forward to having that event sometime in the future but uh for now i'm still uh making a name for myself before i can do that Hey, Joey, are you still on the tools? Yeah, I get out and uh, move some air cons around and do all that shit still. And, um, like, as Jono knows, this shit's fucking hard. And trying to make some money and live and chase the dream and all of that, sometimes you've got to do the hard yards. But it's a privilege to be able to live this life. It really is. Now, Joey, you've been here before. You've been here for a long time. As Jono is Talking really... Talking to you or in, ah. in general? In general. Oh, no, here as well. Uh, when it comes to like Jono sort of stepping now into the spotlight, because when lose or draw, everyone will know Jono's name if they didn't already. Do you have any advice for Jono? You only have a set amount of time you can do this. Um, and your athletic career is astonishingly short in the grand scheme of things. Don't don't let that pass you by. Risk it all, shoot from the hip, and you'll never be left wondering. I think I'd say that to any of my guys. And um, you, you, it's great. I'm gonna Jono and I are gonna get to have a fucking real stout, but 
I know the position he's in. He knows the position I'm in as as men and as athletes. And there is a a, a beauty in that. And the honor you can't do it without a an honored opponent, right? So, um, yeah. Thank you for stepping up, and it's going to be fucking great, man. Jono, any any response? Um, yeah, that's good. I'll definitely take that on board. Um, thank you, Joey. Now, before I let you boys get out of here, uh, I just kind of wanted to ask your prediction on how you think the fight's going to go, starting with Jono. Is it going to be a war or are you getting in, in and out? I don't think I'm going to get in and out. Joey's too tough. Joey's too good. <laughs> um, but I can guarantee you that I'm going to be looking for a finish uh, every minute of the fight. When it comes to the, the fifth minute of the fifth round, um, if it does get to there, I'm going to be... Um, I'm going to be explosive. I'm going to be trying to to do everything I can to take him out. Okay. Um, spinning wheel kick, TKO, um, back fist, first round. Um, I think the, the beauty of what I do is I will try and finish a, a fight and take it where I want and impose my will and maybe gas out doing it, apparently, Jono. Um, but I think all due respect to Jono, um, he's, he's got big nuts and he's got a big ticker and, um, it's going to be a fantastic fight. I haven't on the local scene, I haven't had to show any of my ticker or my nuts. I've sort of been able to walk through the guys pretty easily. So who knows, maybe we'll get to see some big Luciano balls. Maybe we won't, but, um, it's going to be a great fight and. I've got a good opponent in front of me and that makes me very happy always. Well, boys, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, November 18th, Festival Hall, Hex Fight Series 28. You guys fight for the Hex Welterweight vacant title. Jono Mikulev taking on Joseph Luciano. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, mate. Thank you for the time, Mitch.